Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Hey, you guys, and welcome to the Karen Kenny Show, episode 75. You guys, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> Not going to lie, I get a little excited. I get a little excited each week when that number goes up. So I'm going to call this sucker. This is going to be, this is going to be like to the point, this episode feeling a little fiery right now. Episode 75, I'm calling it validate your own packing, validate your own packing. And I'm going to explain what that means. I'm going to tell you a little story. I'm going to thread in a little spiritual principle and bing, bang, boom. We're going to have ourselves a show. (laughs) All right. So here we go. Here's the thing. So you know how we're in the time of COVID right now? Things are a little weird, right? Things are a little weird. So between the masks and the plexiglass and everybody kind of like social distancing, gloves sometimes, not gloves, whatever. So I have to, like once a week, I got to go grocery shopping. It's just the way it is, right? We got to eat. So I leave my house. I go to the store. I put on my mask. I always have, I keep a thing of hand sanitizer, like a little pumpy thing in my car, uh, in one of the uh, cup holders. So every time I come back to the car, it's like, bam, bam, I hit my hands right away. I don't want to touch my steering wheel after whatever, right? So I go into the Hannafords, I got my mask on, I do the whole thing, do my shopping. And when I get to the checkout counter, when I get to the checkout line, there's always like usually a bagger, somebody who's like doing the bags. And then there's also the guy who's ringing me up or the girl, whoever is ringing me up, the person, right? The person who's ringing me up. And uh, there always comes a a point in the bagging process where they, uh, you know, they put the, they usually put your produce like to the left, like closest to the one ringing you up. And then the guy bagging usually gets all the other stuff on the conveyor belt gets down there. So there always comes a point in the process so I'm on the other side of the plexiglass, I already put my card in, did the whole thing, pulled it out, re, re-walleted the card, the credit card, and then you got the guy at the end who's bagging, and then all of a sudden there comes a time when the guy who was like busy ringing me up and punching in the buttons and doing whatever, turns and has to bag either whatever's left over, the bread or the friggin' produce or whatever, and he turns away from the machine. But at the same time, as he's turning away, out pops my receipt. And I'm thinking to myself, well, this person doesn't have any gloves on and stuff. Do I really need them touching more shit of mine than I need them to, right? (laughs) So whenever they turn around this process, just because I don't want to reach across and be rude, I just lean over and I rip my receipt off the thing. And I say to them, hey, I grabbed my receipt for you. And they always say, oh my God, thank you. Because they're in such a rhythm that their natural instinct, once they're done bagging, is they're going to turn around and try to grab the receipt. And I don't want to waste their time. And it's not there because it's already in my wallet. So I always just do this. So I lean over the counter. I grab my receipt. I take care of myself. I put it in the thing. And I'm like out the door. So I'm talking to my sweetie about this the other day. And I say, oh, yeah, I've been, I always lean over. And like, I'm always about, if there's a way for me to do something easier 
And I don't mean fast to like in a rush, but just more efficiently. I'm really into easier in, in efficiency. Like I, for me, simpler is always better. Like, can we just do the simple thing? Um, and I, I just like, and it's not about cutting corners. I mean, like, let's just do the most efficient and simple thing. Right. So my sweetie and I were talking about this and it got me to thinking about how I'm like, yeah, I grab my own receipt. I don't wait for somebody else to hand it to me. I don't whatever, like I don't mess up the system, right? I just grab my own receipt. And my studio and I were talking about this in terms of just how, how we think about ourselves and how we interact with the rest of the world in terms of what we do for ourselves. Now stay with me here. I'm going to make a point. So I was talking to my sweetie about how, so we were talking about the ego and we were talking about how the ego's desire to be special. And especially in a world where we're always told like, how does your brand differ from other brands? What is your superpower? What is your unique gift? Why would people want to buy from you instead of so-and-so? Why would they want to buy your album or listen to your music? Or why would somebody want to work with you, KK, one-to-one versus whatever, blah, blah, blah. So the whole ego construct, the whole ego world is all about separation and specialness. And we're constantly being asked to like, um, how do we stand out? How do we make ourselves um, special? And what it means is, is we buy into a system where now we have to be validated by other people, right? We need other people to say our product is good enough for them to invest. Or we need to be told that we're worthy enough of somebody's love to get into a relationship. And there's all these systems where, you know, we get caught up in our specialness, which is means as soon as we're in that specialness, we're in separation, which ultimately is going to lead to suffering. <laughs> so my sweetie and I were just talking about how there have been times in my life, because um, I was reflecting back. Uh, I did a few posts uh, on Facebook or whatever, where I was kind of reflecting back on earlier versions of myself. And how, you know, as a kid, I didn't really get told often enough, especially after my mother was gone, like, oh, good job, kid. Like, you know, you did a great job at that, or you're good at that, or I'm proud of you. There just was not a lot of that tenderness and that feedback, that positive feedback. I'm not saying I never got it, not saying I never got it, but just not the normal, not the amount that maybe uh, a kid growing up in, in, a, in a regular kind of home or whatever, you know, might experience. And I'm not, again, I'm not trying to be special in my suffering. I'm just trying to um, make some connective threads so you guys can follow me. So we're just kind of talking about, like, I used to play this game, you know, with my boyfriends where I would say, tell me three reasons why you love me. And then they would be like, oh, because you're this, you're that, you're that. And I would be like, oh, and like that would feel really good for me. And then one day I was talking to somebody, an older woman, um, who was kind of a mentor of mine. And she was like, well, if you were with a person who just naturally instinctually like told you those things, you wouldn't have to ask. You would know why you're loved. If you had been told by the people around you, you wouldn't have to ask. They would either just naturally tell you or you would already just know through your experiences with them. And, so, and like that stopped me dead in my tracks. And I was like, shit, I'm not playing that game anymore. I'm going to just start choosing better people. <laughs> but here was the thing. There was a chunk of my life where I was looking outside of myself for validation. I was looking outside of myself to be told that I was good, that I matted, that I was special, like whatever the, whatever the thing is. I wasn't getting my own receipt. You know what I mean? I was waiting 
for somebody else to turn to me and hand the thing to me to say, oh, you belong here or you're good or I love you or whatever. And my sweetie got to talking and he said, and it was so good. And he knows, I already told him, I'm like, sweetie, I'm doing a whole show about this. He said, you know, like sometimes you're sitting there at the gate. Like, you know, when you go and you park your car and uh, at a parking garage and like you're waiting at the gate for the fucking, the, the thing to go up, but the thing won't go up until you validate your parking, right? And you got to wait for the machine or you got to wait for the person and you hand them the money. And my sweetie and I were just talking and he's like, look, sometimes you just have to validate your own parking. And I was like, what? This is so good. Here's the thing. So back in the day, it didn't used to be electronic. It would usually be a person. And wherever you were going, whether it was a restaurant or a hotel or some event, you had to get your validation stamp. You had to get stamped. You had to get somebody else outside of you. And I know because I used to be a concierge. And I used to be the concierge at the Hyatt Regency in Cambridge, Massachusetts, right on the Charles River, one of my favorite jobs. I had so much fun. So many stories for days. Oh my God, I can tell you so many hotel business hospitality stories. <laughs> but I was the concierge. So I was one of the people. If the, somebody at the front desk was busy, somebody would turn to me and they'd be like, Will you validate my packing? And one of the things I realized is having the power of that stamp, you could save people money, you could save them time. You just like, boom, you stamp them approval and they got to go. But we can also do this energetically. We can also do this as balcony people where we cheerlead other people and we validate them. So it's a really big power to have. But sometimes you're going to find yourself in circumstances where people don't get your idea. They don't understand why you want to start that business. They don't understand why you have that calling. They don't get you. And you're standing there like in the fucking Sahara Desert waiting for somebody else to fill your cup. And I'm just like, nope. It doesn't matter if they don't get it. It doesn't matter if they don't approve. It doesn't matter if they don't agree. It doesn't matter. You don't have to wait for other people to validate you, your idea, your worth, your lovability, uh, your genius. Sometimes people, we just have to stamp our own parking ticket. Sometimes we have to validate ourselves. We got to validate our own parking ticket. And I cannot stress this enough. There are going to be times when, especially if you're somebody who does things a little different, if you're somebody who doesn't follow the status quo, if you're somebody who takes a different, like you pivot, like you all of a sudden change your mind and you're like, pivot, not doing that anymore, doing this. People will resist your growth, your change, your bigness, your, like your power. Like people will try to hold you back, hold you down, ignore you, tear you down, like a thousand different things. And there are just going to be times in life when you've got to validate your own packing, like you've got to stamp your own ticket because you know who you are and to whom you truly belong. This is when we stop looking outside of ourselves for people's approval, for people to, people's feedback, for people to tell us, oh, your story is good, your writing is good, your idea is good, you're good. No more of that performing and pleasing and pretending and fucking the dog and pony show of like uh, tap dancing around and Cirque du Soleil yourself so people like will um, extend the love to you that you, you, you seek. I always say like, you know, social media likes don't even matter if you like yourself. They really don't. So I want to encourage you, if you're in a season of your life or you are in a day of your life or a week of your life or whatever, where you just feel like you are, you are in the desert spiritually and you are just fucking thirsty and nobody's handing you a cup of water, look, start digging. 
find the well, find the well, because it is within you. Now also know that I'm out here cheering you on. So screw the naysayers, right? I believe in you. But even that's not that important. I'm going to say it because it's my nature because I'm a natural cheerleader. I am a natural validator. They gave the right person the power of that stamp. Let me tell you, because I am a natural balcony person. I love to cheerlead people. I love to reflect back people's brilliance. And I like to also say, hey, I'm calling bullshit, right? But I'm, my sweetie says to me all the time, oh my God, you are everybody else's number one cheerleader. I want you to cheerlead yourself especially when it comes to my book. He's always trying to redirect my energy to me because I naturally, and I'm not saying it like, oh, I'm so good on I special. It is just the way I'm wired. I naturally do that. And I think I also was groomed a little bit as a child. That's a whole other story for another day. But just know it, there's a natural strength of mine to edify and build up and acknowledge other people, give credit, all that stuff. But sometimes we're going to find, and I have found myself there, where I had to believe in myself when nobody else believed in me. Or if they believed in me, I didn't know it. Either they didn't tell me or I wasn't able to see it or I wasn't able to receive it. But if you are standing in some area, if you are in the hallway, I call it being in the hallway. If you are in the hallway of your life and you're like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I have it within me. I'm lost. I'm, I am telling you right now, you have what it takes. You have within you the resources, the power, the love, the capacity for whatever it is your life is bringing to your door. Clarissa Pinkola Essays has a beautiful essay. I highly recommend everybody reads it. Uh, I've often thought about, I'm just going to do a podcast episode where I just read the damn essay, but it's called We Were Made for These Times. And I just want you to know, if you can hear the sound of my voice, if you can hear the sound of my voice right now, I need you to know that you are worthy, you are lovable, and you are made for these times. It is no mistake that you are here at this time right now at this particular day and time with all the extra fucking weirdness that's happening. You were made for these times. So if you're feeling like you're on your own, know that you're not. But here's this. It's okay if you think that because within you, you have everything. So let's start digging. I want you to return home to the knowledge, to the wisdom, to the memory of God's love, to who you truly are as an extension of love itself, as one of God's kids, or if you don't like the word God, insert your happy word there. But I just want you to know, sometimes you're going to have to validate your own pocket. You're going to have to stamp your own ticket. You're going to have to grab your own receipt and not wait for other people to give you permission or to reflect it back to you. Because sometimes people are so busy in their own survival mode that they're not even thinking of you. It hasn't even occurred to them that they, they haven't said, hey, congratulations about the promotion or, hey, like, I think you're pretty great or, hey, I love that piece that you wrote or, hey, that post on social media really moved me. Not everybody is naturally great at looking outside of themselves and validating other people. So I don't want you to think that your, your project, your your dream, your calling, your ministry, your mission, your message isn't important. You do matter. But you have to matter to yourself first. And you have to believe in yourself enough first. Because sometimes it's all you're going to have. And if you're lucky enough to have other people who believe in you, I, I swear to God, swear to God, you can pause this episode right now. And, and get on the phone and give them a call or shoot them a letter or drop a thank you note in the mail because like that's amazing. Getting like things in the mail, handwritten to me, to me, I'm old fashioned, I guess. N nothing will ever top that. Sometimes a really good like audio message, you know, 
can make you feel pretty good. But when somebody sits their ass down and takes the time to write in their own penmanship and sign it and stamp it and seal it and send it, mm, there's something powerful about that. But here's the thing. I just want you to know that I am cheering you on. I'm going to keep this short. I'm wrapping it up. But I just want you to know, don't feel like you don't matter because the outside world is not reflecting it back to you. It's an inside out job. So we want to get the stamp of our own approval. And if you are living in alignment with what you say your big three is, your core values, those pillars, those pillars of, you know, your character in your life, the legacy you want to live, you don't need anybody else to tell you how special you are. We want it. I know we desperately want it. It's just the way that we're made. We want other people to see us. We want to be heard. We want to belong. All those things. But I want you to belong to yourself first. So if you're hearing this, just know I'm handing you, I'm literally like, it, like literally, but I guess it's metaphorically. <laughs> I mean, I'm literally with my hands, like you can't see me unless you're watching the video of this. But I was like literally just reaching out to you. But I'm metaphorically saying to you, I'm giving you the rubber stamp to validate your own parking ticket. So wherever your ass is packed right now, whatever dream you're going after, whatever call, call you're answering, whatever ministry you are trying to move forward in the world, I want you to validate your own damn parking and know that I, I, I am coming up right behind you to stamp to and say, I believe in you. If you're living in alignment, if you were answering the call of your hat, if you were following your divine assignment in your individual curriculum, just know that I'm cheering you on. So grab your own receipt, stamp your own parking ticket, and just know that you are loved. That's all I got for you today. <laughs> I got some exciting things coming down the track, maybe some new opportunities, ways that we can work together. So if this calls to your heart, let me know. Like seriously, you can always just send me a DM. You can send me an email, karen at karenkenny, K-E-N-N-E-Y.com. If you haven't already gotten on my email list, so that you can keep, I only, I only email once a week and I send you the link to my latest podcast, this sucker, which you already listened to. But if you get on my email list, you'll find out about all the latest happenings, offerings, because I sometimes make only personal and private invitations. So if you ever want to someday be personally or privately invited uh, to work with me or join a program, uh, this is how you do it. You got to get in touch. Uh, also, I want to say thank you to, uh, shout out to Emily Aborn, who left me a really lovely, I can't always tell on um, Apple Podcasts who's left a um, review because I, the names are sometimes like cryptic, like it's like ML765, right? I'm like, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> but Emily was self-identified and I was able to see and she sent me a love. So shout out to one of my listeners. Yeah. For, for sharing a little love. I appreciate it so much, you guys. I, I, you know, I couldn't do this without you. I mean, I could. I could just talk into the void. But it's so nice to know that this is landing in your ears. And you know, we're coming up on 30,000 downloads, which to me is just like crazy. I'll let you know when we finally hit it. But we're like teetering right up against it. We're bumping up against the edge, and it's pretty exciting. So who knew a year ago? Who knew a year ago where we would be? So I'm just so excited. And I love you guys. And I'm over here. I am stamping. I am stamping your pocket tickets in my mind right now and in my heart right now. So just know I see you. I feel you. I appreciate you. I celebrate you. I, I love you. And wherever you go, wherever you go, this is how you also validate your own parking is wherever you go, you be a blessing. Leave the people, the place, the animals, the environment better than how you found them. Wherever you go, 
May you be a blessing. Bye. Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. (laughs) I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days. And let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing.